Stay inspired on the go with Springboard Zone, an inspirational podcast from internationally acclaimed executive coaches, authors and ministers, Albert and Comfort Okran. You will be inspired and challenged with strategies to consistently reach for new heights. And now, today's message by Reverend Albert Okran. Springboard virtually connects a network of CEOs, business executives, corporate decision makers and the most influential emerging leaders every Sunday evening. We have one collective quest that is to build the next generation of African leaders and entrepreneurs using the medium of human capital development. Now, while you just warm up to the show tonight, let me just remind us of our commitments that we made at the beginning of this year. And that is, number one, to read a good book every month. And my recommendation for today is a book called The Leader Who Had No Title. And that book is by Robin Sharma. He's a, 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 a life coach you must read. Robin Sharma is very good at what he does. And the book is The Leader Who Had No Title. The second is to attend personal development interventions. The third is to sign up to the SMS Academy. And if you have still not signed up to the SMS Academy, you're missing quite a bit because today the theme is on credibility. When you build a reputation of being trustworthy, credible, and authoritative, it creates unusual access and favor for you. I have somebody in the studio today who has credibility as an authority in pensions and, and and when you're an authority it creates access for you we'll, we'll talk about pensions very shortly and for those of you who say oh there's still more time believe me believe me you need to talk about it now and even more importantly do something now the fourth commitment is to prepare your 20-year personal development plan and then finally to deliberately build social equity, a network of friends and relationships that can help you achieve your goals in life. Tonight, our focus is on retirement planning and it's the, the third in our series on personal development. And last week, we began to, to, to tease out some thoughts about the subject and we established that the first the first step in preparing for retirement should be the day you get your appointment letter for your very first job and many many sent sms messages and whatsapp to say hey, that's serious we must have lost some ground already listen the preparing for the future is no longer something that is an option it's 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 mandatory for everyone and we got a we got a, a whatsapp message from christian and i would like to read it because it gives an impression about or, or it gives it gives a sense of how some have stolen start already, as they say. And it's not even about retirement plan. It's about just financial awareness and how it, it can make you do things differently. Before we even settle down to retirement, Christian says, I, I was in, when I was in universities a few years ago, I happened to be a beneficiary of the student loan. Unfortunately, the loan is disbursed a few weeks to the end of the semester. I attended a springboard program and Data Bank gave everyone an investment voucher. I, I activated the investment and since then, I have been investing my student loan. In all, I invested two-thirds of the total amount of the loan. And three years after school, my investment has doubled. And it is increasing with a bigger margin than the interest on the loan. I can now pay off the loan anytime and still have some balance. And it's good to invest. And guess what the time is now? That was sent to us by Christian. Very, very interesting. Let me find out from my guest. What do you think about a student who has stolen start? Afriye. Awari is the CEO of Access Pension Trust, and he began a journey with us last week. I feel you're welcome to Springboard once again. Thank you. Thank so, you, wh- what do you think of Christian? I think he's um, he's a smart man. Um, he has some level of financial awareness, which is what everybody needs to get ahead. 
So obviously, it's a person who has a head start in life, and I believe when he starts working, he will continue to save um, for whatever objective he may have. Talking about financial awareness, um, it, it has come up in a couple of our discussions in the past um, few weeks that the general level of awareness in our part of the world is a bit low. Would you, would you share the same thoughts? Absolutely. That is very true. Um, you, you can have people who have risen as high as executive directors of companies who lack basic financial knowledge. Right. So it is critical. Um, we, we continue educational programs such as this. Right. Um, to reach out to many who may need it. Right. And, 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 and what he just said brings me to our case scenario for today. Uh, he mentioned people who are at the top level and still do not have basic information. And so our case scenario is that of a woman at a very high level in a very established blue chip company. And this was shared with me by, by Afriye himself. And he, say, he says she decided she was tired of work and wanted to retire just after her 50th birthday. When she checked with her retirement fund, she realized that her monthly pension after retirement will end up being about 35% of her current income. Is that correct? Yes. 35%. 55 years. She was 55 at the time. Right. It will end up being 35% of her current income. And that was too much of a shift for her. It would also have meant giving up her car and literally starting a new life. And guess what what, what happened? She decided that even if you are tired, go back to work. (laughs) Is that your situation? Do you have questions about retirement? Do you have questions about how you want to live and whether you are ready for it or not? Send those questions to us by WhatsApp 024-9999555 and we will give you as many answers as we can because tonight is slightly different from last week. Tonight is a proper workshop on air because later in the show, I'll be talking to four leaders from various fields to find out from them when they lie down to sleep, what are their fears concerning concerning retirement? How ready are they? And, and these are people with different age brackets and different genders and different industries just to to understand that for all of us last yesterday i had the privilege of speaking to a very senior bishop and asking him about he asked about what's on a springboard today and i said we're talking about retirement so i've got to listen and i said pastor how ready are you he said let's talk about that after tomorrow <laughs> good evening my boss i will not mention the name but i know you are listening tonight but this is something that we all need to talk about because we come from various angles and we all are at different points in our developmental journey. So pick up a, a, a paper and a pen or a, better still, a, a notebook and let's answer some 11 hard questions that if you answered will help you prepare for your retirement. If you answer those questions, these are the questions that if you went to Access Pension Trust, which um, Afriye represents, they would ask you these questions just so they can help you locate where you are and then help you to know also where you want to go. Listen, the show will be giving you some hard, cold numbers. Um, we'll feed in the information that you have and it will tell us how much you have accumulated so far. If you don't like what you are seeing, then you better speed up the game. So, I'm going to go to the retirement planner it's just a little document and we'll be posting this on our, our facebook page um the springboard virtual university facebook page and the legacy and legacy facebook page just so that every one of us can get a sense of what it is like so that you can at least begin to tease out the key issues that you will need but our objective tonight is very simple nobody should work and retire and look back and see if anybody had told me this 
20 years ago, I would have done things differently. And that is what Springboard, your virtual university, does for you. So tonight is all about retirement planning. They used to call a certain book Economics Without Tears. This one will be Retirement Without Tears. Springboard, your virtual university tonight is a road to a comfortable retirement. My name is Albert Okran, and I have here in the studio Afriye Oware, who is the CEO of Access Pension Trust. And tonight, we want to walk you through a retirement planning um, questionnaire. So I have it right here in front of me. And naturally, the first question is your name. That that one doesn't require a debate. Uh, your name is your name, and it's always your name. But before we go into the, the 11 questions, um, I feel you have here what you call the rule of thumb. I, I get a sense that that is the bedrock, the foundation on which the whole discussion is being held. So walk us through the five things you have there. What what do you seek to achieve? It, it seems to be captured in those five things. Okay. Um, with a retirement plan, you are trying to put out your aspirations. And those aspirations must reflect your current circumstance vis-a-vis what you expect when you go on retirement. Right. So the first one is your pension should replace a significant percentage of your total earnings. Right. Most of the time, for those of us in the private sector, we tend to earn a lot of bonuses, which really dwarfs our our pensionable earnings. So when we talk of our earnings, most of the time, people are likely to, to talk basic as opposed to the consolidated. So your retirement plan should take into consideration a percentage of your total earnings you seek to replace. So in the, ca- like for the case of the woman we spoke about, literally, when she puts everything that she, she gets currently and what she will get after, after pension, she realized she'll be getting 35%. 35%. And that was too much of a shift. Absolutely. Okay, so that's number one. Number two? Number two, you should desire to be financially independent. Right. You don't want to retire and become a burden on your children. So right. you want to be in control of your life when you go on retirement. So that's the second objective. So that's the second objective. The third one. The third one, you are used to a certain way of living, a certain standard of life. You want to sustain the same standard of life. You don't want it to drop. Right. So number one is that the fund, your pension should replace a significant percentage of your total earnings number two desire to be financially independent and number three maintain the same standard of living don't start now working <laughs> when you are staying in a car all right number yeah, four true. four your savings should last you a lifetime um if you don't plan well you are likely your your, your money is not likely to survive you through your lifetime you are likely to run out of money before you die right and because the Lord may probably bless you with many more years. You should ensure that you have enough money to live on right. before you are called home. Right. So the, the idea is to ensure that throughout your retirement, the yes. money doesn't get finished. It doesn't get finished. Right. <laughs> That's why they put it. The devil is a liar. <laughs> <laughs> the last one. Then you should consider bequeathing an inheritance for your children. Right. And uh, Because for a lot of people outside the mandatory um, pension contributions. There is very little extra savings they do. So all they have is their pension. So it is necessary to also consider leaving something for your children. And you have your 40%. Is there any reason why you're written 40%? Uh, 40% is, is just an average because you are expecting to replace about 60% of your pre-retirement income through your pension. So if you're able to save enough, then the 40% should be enough as an inheritance for your children. So you're saying that for everything you put together, you must you must not determine to chop all, as they say. You must target about 40% for your children as your, your legacy Surely. for them. And all children listening will definitely say amen to that <laughs> one. All right, so th- these, are, these are the five um, pillars undergirding um, the pension 
planning questionnaire. So just to go over them so you understand what you are trying to achieve. You are saying that don't find yourself retiring and then receiving income that is far less than what you are receiving now. Number two, you must be financially independent, not relying on anyone. Um, retired, but very, very cool. And the third one, you must maintain the same standard of living. Number four, you must have savings enough that will last you throughout your retirement. And the last one is that not all the money is for your own um, consumption. There must be some put aside as an inheritance for your children. So armed with this information, the form is broken down into three parts. Demographics, your earnings, and the distribution plan. And four questions under demographics, four questions under earnings, and two questions under um, distribution. So ten questions in all. All right, let's start with demographics. What are the interest areas? We want to know how many. how old are you now? And at what age do you intend to retire? These two questions are to help us understand the number of years you have to retirement. Right. Because embedded in the retirement calculator is a pension calculator for for tier one, which is SNIT. And you know, with SNIT, the number of years you contribute is dissolvescence. So this is to help us understand the number of years you would have contributed by the time you retire to the SNIT scheme, and then the number of years you would have accumulated private pension contributions. By the time you retire. Right. So the first is how old are you? And everyone should know their age, hopefully. And then the second one is at what age do you wish to retire? So let's say the person is 40, the person wants to retire at 60. That gives you useful information. So question yes. one, if you are filling the form at home, question one, how old are you? Question two, at what age do you wish to retire? Then question three. What is your life expectancy? I thought that one, it, <laughs> it is not within your hands. <laughs> Well, but you should have an idea because if you don't plan for this, you probably run out of money before you are called home. So, for the benefit of our listeners, what do you mean by your life expectancy? Well, um, my my paternal grandfather died at eighty, right? And I'm hoping to do better than him. <laughs> right. So <laughs> you literally so sit down and say the I, number of years you want to live after retirement before you die. So literally, you're asking at which age do you think you die? <laughs> That's a very difficult <laughs> one, but. But what, what is the purpose? Just so people don't get scared that we are doing some... Yes. Um, with a retirement plan, you are declaring how much income you want right. before... I mean, when you retire. Right. And this income, according to the rules of time, must last you a lifetime. So the purpose so, is not to make a declaration about when you will die, but to use a number, a number to, to model a scenario. Plan. Right, exactly. right. So, so if you're listening, don't get scared. You can say that, okay... Even if you think you will die at 70, say, oh, 85, then you can save enough money and be sure that it will not get finished. So it's just a number that you want to give as the age that you want to at least work towards in terms of how long your savings should last. So the third question is, what is your life expectancy? And then the fourth question, very important, um, fourth question on, on demographics. How many months have you already contributed to the SNES scheme since you started working? Right. Um, a lot of people don't take interest in tracking how many months or how many years they have contributed until they are so close to retirement. Right. Because with SNIT, the number of months you have contributed and the, the, your terminal salary are the two most important variables that will be used to calculate your pension. Right. So it is necessary for us to track from now how many more years do you have to work plus what you have already done so to determine how much SNIT will, will, will pay you. So I started by talking about somebody who is 40, intends to retire at 60. The person's life expectancy, the person wants to be 80. I hope you're entering it. You, ha- you came with, with, with your colleague. So yes. please enter it for me so that we can give the, we can give the figure on air. So um, 
so let's say the person is 40 years old the person wants to retire at 60 the person believes that he will live to be 80 and then the person started work for 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 situations of calculation let's say started work at what age at 25 at 25 so has done 15 years so far so how many months have you contributed to the SNES scheme since you started working 15 years times 12 is what 180 months yes. fantastic you are doing well so far you've done four out of ten questions we'll soon have our figure now if you are listening you can do your own entries and then you can you can send them to us and we'll tell you how much hello tell you how much you need to put out put away every single month put away every single month in order to be able to achieve your goals this is our retirement planning edition of springboard your virtual your virtual university so how much is your current how much is your current gross income is the fifth question and that comes under earnings is that yes, correct that's correct all right so we've done four questions four questions on demographics and now we have moved on to earnings and how much is your current monthly gross gross salary allowance inclusive yeah. right i got a technical mix up there forgive me right so how much is your current monthly gross salary allowances inclusive and so let's say for our friend that we are we are tracking what, what figure do we use just for ben- the benefit of calculation three thousand five hundred hey you're in the middle class <laughs> <laughs> okay or, so, so say two five if that's okay so, eyes, say no that's okay i mean whichever whichever way you look at it we hope we have to plan in any case that's true so Let's do let's do two thousand five hundred for for the gross salary allowances inclusive, right? Then what percentage? Question six is what percentage of your gross salary is contributed for you um, by your employers? Yes. Now and here, I, I mean in your, in your employer's provident fund. If you are lucky to be in a company that has a provident fund, right? So if you don't, then it's obviously zero. Right, so the other one will be literally the SNIT scheme. Is that correct? Yes. Right. So this is any other contribution that the employer is making to your retirement. Yes. Apart from the SNIT scheme. Apart from, yes. Okay, that's question number six. So let's say in this particular instance, there is no contribution. There's no contribution. Right. Then the seventh question, how much money have you accumulated in your retirement fund, provident fund inclusive? Now, how how is the person supposed to know that? Obviously, you receive statements from your provident fund provider. If you have supplementary savings in a, a mutual fund, you obviously will be receiving statement from your provider. If you have a treasure bill, you'll be receiving a statement of your account. Right. So you put all these together to determine the total savings you have for retirement. Okay, so this person has 15000 accumulated in, 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 in a mutual fund over the past 15 years. 1000 um, on average, a um, a year. principal plus interest, the person has accumulated a thousand a year. So yeah. fifteen thousand is how much has been um, accumulated in the retirement fund over the past fifteen years. All right. Then question eight. We have just two more to go. Um, three more. If you ask question eight, how much are you contributing monthly into a personal pension account for your retirement? And what are you looking for in this one? Um, you mentioned the person is already doing a mutual fund. Right. So we want to know on a continuous basis how much does the person commit to continue to do right. until he or she retires. Okay, so this is not the past. This is more like for the future. For the future. Okay, so let's say that in, in the previous 15 years, 
um, the person was contributing less than a, um, a thousand a year. It is the it is the interest that has made it rise to become fifteen thousand. So let's see that this time the person decides to contribute a hundred Ghana cedis a month. That's so a starting from let's see, the person is listening. Starting from September. 2015, the person will contribute 100 Ghana CDs a month. So let's plug that one in. You've gotten the answers to eight questions. Now, when we begin to piece this together, you will understand why we are doing a numerical edition of Springboard Virtual Investing. So we have two more questions. Um, and those two are, what percentage of your terminal, and that's about the distribution. Yes. Um, how you intend to spend the retirement money. Yes. Right. So we've moved on now from demographics and from earnings to distribution. So question ten, uh, question nine is: What percentage of your terminal salary do you want your pension to replace? Now, should there be any doubt about this? Uh, I, I, I presume everyone will want a hundred percent. Is it a correct assumption? Yeah. The truth is, a lot of people expect a higher figure, whereas they really don't make any. They don't really take any steps towards getting that figure. Right. So, um, for most people, something seventy percent. Um, below the pre-retirement salary is adequate. So, for so you're saying that you will no longer be doing the blue chip company. You no know, no longer be driving up and down. Your lifestyle will change slightly. So, let's say seventy five percent, three quarters of your okay. of your current lifestyle. So, let's put seventy five percent there. Right, seventy five percent. Remember that this is a forty year old person will retire at sixty. Um, is working towards life expectancy of eighty years. How many months have you contributed to the SNIT scheme? It's done 15 years, so 180 months. Um, question five, how much is your current monthly gross income? Are all allowances inclusive, and that is 2,500. What percentage of your gross is contributed for you by your employers? And that one is zero. That means that there's no extra contribution by the employer in any other fund. And then question seven, how much money do you have accumulated in your retirement fund Provident fund inclusive or any mutual funds you may have, and that is fifteen thousand. And question eight: How much are you contributing monthly into a personal pension fund or account for your retirement? And we are using the amount of a hundred Ghana cedis. And question nine: What percentage of your terminal salary do you want to your pension to replace? And you are saying that at the time you retire, you are looking for let's say seventy five percent of what you will be earning. And the last question: What percentage of your retirement fund do you wish to bequeath as an inheritance for your children and your children's children. Let's say this guy is a very loyal, good Christian, so he wants to leave half. Okay. So fifty percent, fifty percent. So is that all? So that, that's all. So the, now the, there, are, there are four other assumptions underlying the calculations. Right. Just so that our listeners can know that you are not doing any magic on there. <laughs> what are those assumptions? Will well, well, one of them be the interest rate at which we are working? Absolutely. Fantastic. I, can, I thought I could, yes. I, I could relate to that. Yes. Right. So we are assuming that the person's salary will grow at a rate of 15% till retirement. Right. So this salary appreciation per annum, per annum is 15%. 15%. That, that all the... Um, single spine negotiations, all the what the tripartite negotiations <laughs> will annually come out with an average of about fifteen percent. Okay, that's yes. a fair. Now this um, figure helps us to determine the terminal salary at right. retirement. Right, I can understand that one. Good. Now we are also expecting that inflation will average twelve percent per hmm. annum. This one, the IMF and the World Bank. <laughs> <laughs> and the Ministry of Finance must comment, but 
So you are working with an inflation target of twelve percent. Twelve percent. Okay. We are also assuming that the investment will return eighteen percent on average. Right. And we are also assuming that upon retirement, the accumulated sum in the retirement fund will be invested in an investment that will yield 15% per annum. After you retire? After you retire. Okay. So the, that investment is just achieving a little more than inflation. Right. Now, with so all just, this... Just, just let me run this by our listeners again. So we've done the numbers for the 10 things that you will require. If you are still at home, you easily could have done this without the form. But additionally, we are saying that this whole, this whole discussion is premised on the fact that every year salary will go up by 15%. And that inflation will average around 12%. Your investment that is currently running will return 18%. And after you retire, your total retirement funds, when invested, should not drop below 15%. Right. So, armed with all these assumptions, have you done the calculation for my, yes. my friend I mentioned? So, let's call, since um, we, we got a, um, a WhatsApp message from Christian, let's call that friend Christian. Okay. So, Christian is the one that, Christian Springboard. The name is Christian Springboard, and Christian works in the private sector. Okay, so Christian Springboard, how what what information can you give Christian right now as we speak? Okay, um, Christian has twenty more years to contribute. Right. By the time he retires, he would have done four hundred and twenty months of contributions to SNET. His gross benefits from the private pension fund would be 1.7 million Ghana CDs. If we deflate it, that would come to 183,000 Ghana CDs as a lump sum. That's in in terms of the value of the CD today. Right. No, no, you lost me there. Okay. His gross his yeah. gross benefit his gross benefit is 1.7 million Ghana CDs. Right. In real terms, this is worth one point one hundred and eighty three thousand Ghana cities today. Right. Right. Now Christian would and have that, pro- and that's based on the fact that inflation is twelve percent. Exactly. Right. Exactly. So the present value okay. Yes. Now in terms of SNET, Christian will earn a pension right of fifty four point three percent. What does it mean? Well with SNET you you are guaranteed a minimum pension right of 50% if you work for 20 years right. under the new pensions act right now for every extra year you work you get an additional pension right up to a maximum of 60 right because christian would have done 420 months as opposed to 480 he has 54% out of the 60% which is a very good achievement. Right. So, 54% so, of his current income, is that what you're saying? 54% of the average of his best 36 months salary. Right. Yes. So, his net pension will come to 16,900 Ghana CDs and in real terms, this is 1,700 1, 1, Ghana CDs today. Right. Right. Now, we are benchmarking against Christian's objective. Right. Christian's objective is to achieve 75% income replacement. Now, based on the model, Christian's salary, by the time he goes on retirement, in current terms or in real terms, 
will be 2,700 Ghana cities. And out of this, Nate is paying him 1,700 in real terms. Right. So he has a, a difference of 1,200 to close up. From if it's one thousand seven and two thousand seven, it will be a thousand. Oh, sorry. So his DC fund, which is the private pension fund, is going to contribute one thousand two hundred Ghana cities. Right. So in total, he's going to earn. He's going to earn two thousand nine hundred. Right. As opposed to his expectation of replacing two thousand seven hundred. So really, his. Um, exceeding his objective right. by seven percent. Fantastic, so Christian and, and is doing well. And that was what I was praying for—that <laughs> you will come out and say, if Christian <laughs> went at it this way, he will retire and he will actually earn more money than, technically than when he, when he was working. Absolutely. And and what what does it require in terms of monthly investment currently? Okay, um, hundred Ghana, Ghana cities, right? And a lump sum. Of fifteen thousand, which has already right. accumulated in other so investments. Technically, without going very technical, if you just joined us and you're wondering what is happening on Springboard today, we just modeled a scenario of a a forty year old person who's been working for fifteen years, and by this calculation, we called him Christian Springboard, and we said by this calculation, if he had accumulated fifteen thousand already in any pension fund lodged anywhere, that will continue to earn on average about eighteen percent per annum. And inflation stayed at twelve percent. If Christian was bold enough to say, "I'm going to put away a hundred Ghana CDs a month," in addition to whatever SNIT is doing, and he has done SNIT for fifteen years, and will do SNIT for another further twenty years, and his salary of two five increases by approximately fifteen percent, at the time Christian is retiring, he will earn more money as a pensioner than he's earning. As a, worker. as a worker. That's a nice way to retire, isn't it? <laughs> Absolutely. Right. So if if, if, it, if it means anything to you, at least now you can understand um, what this is all about. We've been doing some discussion about retirement planning and I have on the line Catherine. Catherine Benson is the CEO of Eden Tree. Good evening, Catherine. Good evening, Albert. <laughs> Let me first wish you a happy birthday on this very special occasion. Thank you. This is a surprise. Thank you so much. Most, most welcome. Say, I have this is an interesting program and some of us are not doing well at all. I really need the number of this guy to really help, you know, us out because we always think of brick and mortar, you know. You have, uh, you try and invest in a flat so that when you retire, you can rent it out and then live on the rent and then when you die, obviously, that goes to your children. But I think this we really need to go this way. It's fantastic. Right. Thank so, you. So, so I guess that for you, established CEO, doing business for a number of years and thinking about planning for retirement, you have a, a model that you can actually plug in numbers and, and then and then predict what what where you will be when you retire. Yes, this is what I'm looking forward to to get this guy's number to help me out because I really have not done that. Albert, like I said, we think that you invest in, you know, apartments, okay, and that can be your retirement. But now, there's there's a whole new perspective now. So this is very, very interesting. I give you a clear as to what you're going to get when you retire. 
Right. So that's the that's the that's the that's the plan tonight to put in your hands numbers and a model that you can work with. Afriya will give you a number um very shortly. Maybe let's let's do that now. Afriya, give it give it, give Catherine a, a number that she can she can call because Agnes she's Pension Trust can be contacted on zero three zero two five four three zero two eight seven eight seven or zero two six three slow down and give it this is a birthday present, so please give it with okay. panache. <laughs> slow down and give us a number again. Zero three zero two zero three zero two eight seven five four three two eight seven five four three two eight seven or zero two six three seven seven eight two seven six. All right, so let me run the numbers by you again. Zero three zero two five four three two eight seven or zero two six three seven seven eight two seven six right so this Wonderful. his name is afriye Oware, and he's he he has built credibility in in, in dealing with pensions <laughs> and so today he's working as people catherine enjoy the rest of your day and my warm regards to the entire family thank you very much albert thank you very much right okay and that was catherine county benson she's the ceo of eden tree and just just by way of of introduction that was to call her and wish her happy birthday one of our regular um contributors on the show and then also to just find out is she benefiting from a discussion about pensions as i said to you over this week we've had quite some response from people we've had it from pastors we've had it from people who are starting out in their careers we've had it from young people we've had it from elderly people and generally what i think we have done is put in the hands of people the tools to be able to predict the future and very importantly is to start preparing um, for it. What I'm going to do now is to call a second one of our of our, our guests and to find out on a different part or a different level of the developmental ladder. So let me talk to Petra Abba Asamoa. She's the general manager of Delta Airlines. She's probably um, much younger than Catherine, but let's also see the balance. And Petra, good evening. Good evening, Reverend. So you um you've been listening to this discussion about about pensions. Hello Petra. Hello Reverend. So good you've been evening. listening to uh, good evening. You've been listening to this discussion about 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 pensions. I presume you are listening with your husband. Um <laughs> I'm listening alone this time. All right. But yes, um very very interesting discussion um and I've actually just taken the number down, saved both numbers, so I'm definitely going to be calling. Right. So, apart from just calling, what, what what has has anything struck you significantly tonight about this discussion about the the pensions calculator and and the whole idea of the predictability of the future? Yes, it has. Um, I I feel that the biggest thing is that time catches up. So, twenty, thirty years from now, we will be thinking, we'll be talking about these things, and we need to plan towards them. Um, we've been talking a lot about the twenty-year development plan. And really, when you think about 20 years, it seems like a long time, but time really does go very quickly. So it's important that we plan, and planning is never, never too early to start. So I definitely think this is a very important conversation we're having now, especially for young people. It's best to start now. Like, don't wait till you start earning too much, a lot of money to start planning. It's always important to start when you can. Thank you very much. Petra Abbasamwa is the general manager of Delta Airlines. And for me, listening tonight, I'll tell you my I'll tell you at the end of this what 
what is the one big thing for me? And and, and I, I'm sure you can guess already if you listen to my earlier case scenario about the woman who decided she was tired of working, wanted to retire, and went to request for her numbers so she could tell where she was. And she realized that even though she was currently working with the blue chip company, she was 55, she felt she was tired. She couldn't afford to be tired because she was going to earn 35% of her current income. And then suddenly the, tired, the tiredness disappeared and new energy came to enable her continue work. I don't know um, where you are on your developmental journey, but one thing is certain that if you listen tonight and you plug in some of those numbers and you get the actual calculation of where you are, you are likely to see whether you are trending well or you need to make some changes. The good thing is once there is life, there is hope. And if you don't like what you see or you don't like what you get, you can actually make changes. And when you do, you can ensure that by the time you do retire, you will have a better life than what you have now. Let me cross over to a much older person again. You're doing a swing. So we started from Catherine, came now to Petra. And then I'm, I'm going to go to somebody much older. I'm, I'm talking now to Annie Miller Sean. He's been a, gen, a veteran journalist. And let me say good evening to my big brother, Annie Miller Sean. Good evening, sir. Good evening, Pastor. Senior, what's in the know? Right. So tell me, have you, have you been tracking this discussion about pensions? Uh, let me be honest, say that no, I haven't, uh, because I, you know, I mean, for two Sundays now, I've not been in the country. So, therefore, it's only today that uh, I've had this thing of, uh, you know, uh, following the discussion. But uh, uh, generally, I think that I am, uh, I'm full, I have followed up to, up to, that is only today. So. Right. So, um, I'm, I'm focusing mainly on today's discussion. And, yeah. For me, um, what I'm trying to find out from each of you, um, considering that you are at di- different parts of your journey, is what is the one big thing that has hit you from the discussion today? Um, I think mm-hmm. it's... Uh, I, for me, uh, everything has centered around uh, the decisions one has had to make you know, regarding what to do with the investable funds. And uh, for for every human being, as I have come to uh, learn, uh, perhaps to my cost, after how many years in uh, public office and public life, I it has centered on what you as an individual uh, decided in your life to be called the investable funds and uh, therefore how you put it for it to grow for you and the type of decisions you made regarding what is called social security and what is your social security in life uh, whether you had anybody to um, you had anybody to even advise you on it and uh, therefore uh, what you have to do to make the right decisions these yeah. are the things that that went through my mind because I have suffered <laughs> some of these things I'm saying have come to me at, to my cost. You say that that represents the situation of many people who have retired from the public service. Let's say it again, please. Would you would you say that what you are just describing is the average scenario of many people who have retired from the public service? Uh from the type of this from the type of people I have met since uh, I turned sixty and. Uh, therefore went on retirement. I think it is, uh, I, I'm saying that uh, uh, perhaps six or seven out of every ten 
pensioners admit uh, have a harrowing experience of uh, going on pension without having uh, planned towards it. Animal, I'm going to ask you to do me a big favor. I have, we have, we have lots of people listening to us who are probably between the ages of, of 30, 45, 30 to 45, who are not just picking lessons from their own colleagues, but ha- are privileged to have the benefit of somebody who has already turned 60 looking back and listening to this discussion. What would be your advice to them? My advice is, uh, for them to know, uh, even now, uh, to be very sure in their life that they have what is called investable funds. Listening to the likes of you, the likes of Otabil, uh, you know, and other speakers, uh, I, I, ha- I came to conclude perhaps a little late in my life, but not too late, that uh, no matter how much you receive a month, there is a little portion of it, there is some portion of it which you can invest. And everybody, everybody, uh, look, I wish I, I wish I could tell you half of the story, half of my story, so that I will be able to point it graphically to everybody. But even without going into those details, I just want to use this opportunity to tell young people that no matter how much you receive, there's a portion of it, Utabil said 20% or so, somebody also said 10%, but even if you make it 10% every month of your of, of your income, there's great benefit in doing that because life after 60, life when you go on pension, if you did not, if you did not prepare for it, can be very punishing. I mean, there are times when you would think demons are after you. There are times when you think that there's an invisible hand that is turning life against you. But you realize that then when you sit down and ponder over you realize that it is your own decisions in life and for me if you ask me for advice for young people i said that please invest please and, invest and, and you couldn't have put it much better Edimil, thank you so much I, I think we will do that show and get you on board to share a bit of that story with us for the benefit of our other listeners thank you and have a good evening thank you thank you pastor albert Edimil Ashon is a retired journalist and he's brought in such a deep i mean I feel we literally could have could have ended the show on that note. Absolutely, absolutely. He brought on such a strong perspective and a strong appeal to 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 those of us in the, at a younger stage in our lives and those who are even younger than us. That please take control and do something, and you still have life, and there's so much you can do. So that when you retire, you can be smiling. Absolutely. I like one thing that he said that when you don't get it right, you begin to sometimes feel that there's a spiritual side to it or there's some an invisible hand making things not work for you. I think he brought home a very strong point, didn't he? Not, not having money can put a lot of stress on you. So um, it is it is an experience we can all um, understand that when you don't have it, um, making adjustments can be a little difficult. So uh, it can bring a lot of challenges, a lot of stresses that right. are very avoidable if you start planning early. Right. All right. So I have um, the last, my last re- um, external um, person on the line. And, and after that, I have a question from somebody who is asking on, on, on WhatsApp whether military persons can contribute to SNIT. Um, I, I'm going to be asking you that question, but I have on the line Dr. William Ochefrimpong. He's the, the CEO of the Heart Group. And then he's also the, the medical director at Lekma um, Hospital. Um, William, good Good evening. Hello, Reverend. Good evening. 
William, you are listening to um, you are listening to this discussion, and I'm sure you have your own perspectives. Would, would you care to share them with us? Sure, Reverend. Uh, good evening to a free year. Um, I'm not sure if a free year can please me, but he used to manage uh, our fund that we created whilst we were in medical school uh, when he was with uh, Data Bank. Um, yes. To, I'll just say one, um, if I, I should call it, my moment of epiphany with... Uh, Hello, William. Um, I think we still have William on the line. Hello, good evening. Hello, William. Oh, William, we lost you along the line. You talked about a moment of epiphany, and I, I pulled out my pen just to make sure I don't miss out any revelation. Please continue. Okay. okay. So um, this was first when my dad turned 60 and retired. And when I was in school, I knew the sacrifices they were making. So I always said that I was going to make sure that Every month I remit them when they were in retirement. But I realized that it was tough even juggling my own personal uh, bills. And so I wasn't able to do that. Then I realized that children are not an investment plan. So that was the first. And then you mentioned that I, I had the LECMA Polyclinic. The second moment of epiphany came when a retired medical doctor came to my office uh, wanting um slots to do locum services and i looked at him and he this man looked already tired and i was wondering why he won't go home and rest you know so we we began discussions i realized that the what he was receiving as pension from smith was a paltry sum and he couldn't live on that so uh, although i started work quite some years back it was only until then two years ago that i decided to start doing some investment towards uh, pension. And like a free is saying, uh, when you're young, it's an advantage because you don't need to save up a lot in order to make the target that you want to. All right. Um, we lost um, Dr. William Ochefim. I, I guess I, the point was made that there was a moment when he decided enough is enough and he actually began to construct his future financially. Um, I feel you take us home. Your closing thoughts. We've had a very um, insightful um, hour of discussion about pensions and the four perspectives have blown my mind away completely. Listening to um, Catherine Benson, Petra Asamoa, um, Enemila Shong, who set the place alight with the revelation about how pension can be painful and harrowing if you are not prepared. And then William um, Autry from Pong. Um, your closing thoughts for you. Um, pensions are a very important aspect of life planning and therefore planning and saving towards your retirement will always help you to fulfill your retirement aspirations as an, as an individual and it helps you to put your life in control of your own hands other than looking up to your children and your family uh, members for support. So right. early planning is the first thing everybody should start thinking of. And last week you said something, and I, I want to take you up on it. You said that anyone who calls your numbers can get free investment, free, a free retirement planning advice. Free retirement planning advice. Fantastic. So let me give the number again. I mean, listen, you can't. I mean, Catherine said, "You just give me the number. Give me the number." I, I like the way she said it. So let me give you the number again. If you want to, if you want to, help, you want help um, or counsel on 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 how to plan your retirement, the number to call zero three zero two five four three two eight seven. 
or 026-377-8276. Afria will help you together with his team to plan for your retirement. On behalf of the entire team here at Springboard, your virtual university, this has been Reverend Albert Okran, and we say God bless you, God bless you, and God bless you. Good night. Thank you for listening to Springboard Zone, an inspirational podcast by Albert and Comfort Okran. Like our Facebook and Twitter pages at Albert N. E. Okran and Comfort Okran A for free resources and information about our itinerary, conferences, and media broadcast. For speaking appointments, email albert.okran at icloud.com or SMS or WhatsApp us on plus two three three two four nine 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 nine. Zero zero zero. You may also subscribe to www.albertokran.com, Amazon.com, or your favorite online bookstore for copies of our inspirational books and audiovisual materials. Until we come your way again, always remember you are blessed indeed. Oh, 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 oh,